by the way, I've meant to mention this a few times um, on the podcast and I keep forgetting. So Dan has mm-hmm. recently accidentally got yeah. into true crime. Oh, same right? jarn. Yeah, yeah. Hilarious. So he's <laughs> on YouTube. And he watches these, like, self-defense videos. It's such a man thing. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> and it's all, it's all, like, American guys saying, like, self-defense, you got to be on guard, right? I don't know oh why he watches God. them. Anyway, so <laughs> well, I do know why. They are actually, they're quite entertaining. But anyway, yeah. uh, it's like CCTV footage, you know, of, like, people getting into fights or whatever. So he kind of, that kind of spiraled. And then YouTube started, like, like giving him case like or, or different video recommendations so he'll come up to me in the kitchen and he'll be like so i watched this video about this girl who like killed her baby and i'm like casey anthony and he's just like how did you know that <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll come up and he'll be like so i watched this video about this girl who killed her boyfriend in the shower and he's just like comes up with all yeah. these like they're like freaking, so- like to him they are like so new yeah but to me That's i'm like they're hat. really well known huh jody Ar- Arias. yeah jody yeah, Arias. yeah like and so- i'll be like is her name jody and he was like yeah <laughs> oh. and he thinks he's telling me something oh and i and i already know it and it's very cute oh but wait until he-, he he hears the john benet ramsey case <laughs> he hasn't he hasn't heard that one oh. yet no um, but it's just really like adorable. I'm just like, oh. Warning: Me time and murder is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! Here Dancing around him, reciting poetry. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my God! That's crazy. No. Why? <laughs> Oh, well, big surprise. Oh, God. <laughs> Dead on the bathroom floor. <gasps> Get it? It's okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Tres, what are you drinking? I am drinking a Pucka 3 Ginger. Mm. One of my favourites. Nice. What about you, Miriam? What are you drinking? I am drinking a Soul Brows Grapefruit and Mint Iced Tea. From what is a soul bros? Sorry, no, this is just the local Mexican restaurants called Soul Bros. <laughs> soul Bros. <laughs> so it's actually okay, I, I have to clarify that because it's it is Mexican Korean fusion. Oh my god. Like so it's like soul I kinda love that. Yeah. It's such a good mix. Yes, I'm so for that. What about your me time? What are you doing? I am putting on the Boots Ingredients Salicylic Acid Serum. It's a good budget mm-hmm. product. Mm-hmm. What about you, Mariam? What are you doing for your me time? Today I have got on the L'Oreal Paris LV Intensive Purple Mask Anti-Brassiness and Intense Care for bleached hair, oh. even on dark bases. How long do you leave it on? Well, as long as this episode lasts. Okay. <laughs> nice <laughs> yes i ordered it off asos and i've used it before and it is incredible so because mm. i personally hate getting that yellow tinge it's like some people don't mind it and some people suit it i know like it so i just i'm like, most, constantly so funny most blondes like when they they do talk about their hair quite a bit and when they mm. and when they talk about it it's always it's so it's so brassy so yellow so they, they, 
And like I'm looking at yeah. them and I'm thinking, you look lovely. But I think <laughs> they all it. hate it. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah. Because it's like, when you look at it too long, uh-huh. you, you're like, my hair looks yellow. Okay. Like right. it doesn't look blonde, it looks yellow. Right. Okay, Tres, let's do a review of last a week's recap. episode. Yes, please. Yeah. Tell the audience what oh you learned. Oh my lord. <laughs> so, Raina, 16, 17 year old Raina, late 90s, lovely girl, mm-hmm. wants to go to art school, working mm-hmm. real hard, working her butt off, coming home from work, psycho mm-hmm. friend, I think it was her psycho friend, <laughs> kills her down a dark shortcut which just brings me back to never take the dark shortcuts even though we used to take them like the black path <laughs> that you're talking about we used to take that the all the time oh I God, hated yeah. it but I still did it was so much it. faster yeah you do it don't you you do these things yeah. um and I did it at night sometimes oh it's horrible at night mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very scary so yeah she was found by her sister dead under a tree a few yards from her family home and mm-hmm. a psycho girl called up one of the friends in the group to inform them that Raina was dead and that's where mm-hmm. we left off. Yeah, basically. Um, good recap, Tres. Thanks, I've been, uh, been working on my recaps. <laughs> I do like five recaps a day. <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> Nothing. I made it up. Sound like, sound like Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, that's a funny show. Uh, I love it. So today we're going to talk about the suspects. No, wait. First, the autopsy, apparently. Okay. So the autopsy. Oh, yes. No, so she has like. Yes. Okay. Five stab wounds. Four. Four? Four stab But wounds. she dodged like 30 of them. Yeah. Which is super impressive. Why do you think it's impressive? Let's see if you can guess. Or not why, why do I impressive. think it's impressive? Why, wh- why do you think there was 30 attempts? That's a lot of attempts. It's a lot of attempts. Right? Maybe it is your one, the psycho girl. Why? Who's just crazy and she's swinging, swinging it all around. And Whereas <laughs> if it was a man... They could uh-huh. probably overpower you much easier. You know, they grab your wrist yeah. or whatever. They yeah. have that physical force and like strength over you. Yeah, this this is exactly one of the things that mm-hmm. was brought up. Mm-hmm. They were saying that with 30 attempted stab wounds and only four stabs to take place, mm-hmm. it seems likely that the attacker was of equal strength. Yes. Perhaps the police should be looking for a young female. And this has always been mm-hmm. speculated. And it's like a very popular theory. Like 30 mm-hmm. attempts. 30 attempts. Like, yeah. It's somebody of equal power. Mm-hmm. Strength. Whatever. The autopsy also speculated that the weapon, although not found, was a caterer's knife or a butcher's knife. No way. Mm-hmm. Sorry, did you just say they never found the weapon? Never found it. But based on but the they can tell wounds, by the incisions or whatever. They're or the, yeah, they're okay. thinking it's something like this. Did Psycho Girl did her dad work in a butcher's or did her I like don't know. did she have access to know. that type of knife? What did you say? A carvery knife or like a A caterer's knife? A caterer's knife. I don't know what that is. Okay. Maybe it is a carvery knife? No, it's yeah, only like, an inch. What and is and a half. caterer's knife? 
It was only an inch and a half. Oh, what is that's that? really that's a really weird weapon of choice. Maybe she carried this all the time. Inch and a half is not. I a don't lot. understand what they're ma- what they mean by it has to be a butcher or. A- I have knives like that in my kitchen. An inch and a half could be I've the angle one. of the blade, or I don't. I don't really. I don't really understand it either. Caterer's knife. Yeah, Something I have for meat. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I have. I have two of those knives. Okay. Well, well police were of the opinion that it could be you then. <laughs> It's okay, we're of equal strength. So you don't even eat meat? So what are you using those knives for, Miriam? Huh? Huh? Got a lot of explaining to do. It, it, it's for chopping my celery. Wow. It's literally what I use it I for. I know you don't like celery, celery, so I know you're lying. I'm on to you. I do like celery now, Tres. Oh my God, you've changed. Who are you? You're not my sister. I told you. I told you. I told you what happened. I got you drunk You did not. Time. This is like I... really big news. <laughs> I got drunk one time on Bloody Marys. I was drinking Bloody Marys and I was smashed. And I just started eating the celery without noticing. I was like eating That's it hilarious. and eating it. Yeah, and I had like three Bloody Marys. I kept eating the celery because I was so hungry. And now I like celery. <laughs> That's unbelievable. So you mean now Trace. when I when I when I order the Chinese, I don't have to be that awkward bastard that no, asks I don't for want everything with no celery. I don't want celery in my spring rolls. No. Oh, you still don't. You're still not good, bitch. Okay, all right. <laughs> Kids know things haven't changed that much. But I do eat it raw. I eat it raw. I don't know if I. Can but eat you just don't like yet. it cooked. I don't know. Maybe I don't like it cooked yet. Maybe I need time. More oh. time. Why are we talking about salary? Oh wait, the knife. Salary has nothing to do with this case. Okay. We are so the butcher knife. What about it? Um, what's next? That's it. The police are like, we are either on the look for. A caterer, a butcher, mm-hmm. or like a young female. Mm-hmm. However, one of the suspects that police did hone in on was the blood-stained man. Who is it? Bum bum bum. About an hour after Reynard's murder, a taxi man told the police that he had picked up an agitated man from outside Reynard's shopping mall. Oh, he was extremely agitated and nervous. He had reddish-looking blood stains all over his trousers and top. The man oh. said he needed to go to Granville Road and wanted to get home before his girlfriend got home. While I driving, didn't, like, give him that information. I also thought that was strange. I was like, the taxi man doesn't care about your relationship. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I also Gosh. thought that was weird. But apparently, he said mm-hmm. that's th- this to the taxi man. Mm-hmm. Just makes him look even more suspicious. <laughs> But while driving... I, I don't know if I was a taxi man, if I would let someone who's covered in blood get in my car. He probably didn't notice until he was in the car. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe the stains were dried in. Yeah. But while driving, the bloodstained man was backseat driving and giving the taxi driver different directions. <laughs> yeah. But if this guy has committed a crime, you'd want to act mm. a bit more low-key. You don't want uh-huh. to be memorable. Uh-huh. Why would you backseat drive? All right, go on. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? All this backseat driving, it actually ended up taking him three times as long to get to the destination that he was apparently in a rush to get to. This is very bizarre. The taxi driver also thought it was bizarre. And he watched the bloodstained man get out of the car, go walk up the driveway, 
And as the taxi man pulled away, he watched the man, the bloodstained man, didn't seem to go into the house, but rather he just stood behind a bush. What? Yeah. And And was this house, this wasn't in like Reynard's Park or anything like that? No, it was somewhere else. Yeah. He stood behind a bush. And the taxi man was like driving off watching, like, why are you standing behind a bush? Have you, have you ever like got out of a taxi and then like they don't really drive away? They do that all the time. They want to see that you actually live there. Yeah. Or that you're okay. I don't know. Later when the taxi man heard about Reynard, he told the police of this incident. So the police went to this house on Granville Road, knocked on the door, and the couple who answered and lived there, they were like, no, no one by that description lives here. And no one was here or even knocked on our door on that night. We may go back, go back. So when the taxi man heard about Reynard's murder, he told the police mm-hmm. of this weird bloodstained man. He was like, I mm-hmm. picked up this agitated guy covered in blood. And then mm-hmm. I dropped him off here. And he didn't seem to go into the house. He like hid behind a bush. Mm-hmm. And it was weird. So mm-hmm. the police were like, right, off we go. So they go to Granville Road. And the couple who lived there was like, no one by that description lives here. Okay. And no one was here. No one knocked on the door. No one was here that night either. Why did he go to that specific house? I don't know. Ah, so confusing. Police spent a good amount of time investigating the bloodstained man. <laughs> Eventually, detectives had taken 600 statements along the streets the bloodstained man had been seen that night. And police investigated the hedges and bushes in the area to look for the murder weapon. Mm-hmm. One week after Rainey's murder, police set up a traffic police set up traffic checkpoints and went around all the pubs and clubs to investigate. The taxi driver made an identikit of the bloodstained man. Police showed people this picture, and right away, people recognised him. They seen him in the local pubs, but... No way. Nobody knew his name. They knew him to see, but nobody knew who he was. It's never a good thing. Billy no mates over here. (laughs) The media was involved too. Dozens of articles published the identikit photo over and over again, imploring the public to come forward and help. But nobody came forward. We have to go back in time a little bit. So they're not only looking for this bloodstained man and female. They're also looking for this other guy, another suspect. Mm -hmm. A few days after the murder, the police interviewed the Dunleary crew, all her Mm -hmm. her friends. The police were asking for and obviously looking for like falling outs or rivalries, poking and prodding. How is the group dynamic? The crew said, no, we we all get on fine. According to the Dunleary crew, the police were very argumentative and aggressive. They name-called and accused them of being Satanists. Ah, okay. Because they're wearing black. Wow. Obviously Satanists. One of the Dunleary crew claimed that a cop even struck him. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. While another crew member said that police were speaking poorly of Reynard, saying that she was a slut and that she had been on drugs. What? Yeah. Like she was of low character. The Dunleary crew also said that they think that they were trying to find out the drug dealers and stuff because they would like score the occasional like blunt or something. They were like trying Mm -hmm. to get drug information, like cover all areas. 
The crew said police had selective hearing, noting some things down, but not others. Not taking their advice and concerns seriously. Ignoring their concerns about one of Raynard's odd friends who had a knife fixation. Ah, goodness sake, so that's your one. Mm-hmm. And did they, did, was, Wait, was no, she interviewed? I, was I'm, she I'm interviewed at all? The violent female friend was mentioned by some of the crew members. They knew that she was in contact with Rainey on the night of the murder. <gasps> Perhaps she was contacted because Rainey told her that we're all heading out. Mm-hmm. So they were all in contact. And the crew knew for a fact that she was in Dunleary on that night. Mm-hmm. The violent female friend has never been interviewed. That blows my friggin' mind. Mm-hmm. Even though the friends were like, this bitch is crazy. And the police know to be looking out for a female. Yep. What on earth? Yep. This is a real ball. And it's up. a crime yeah. of passion or rage yep. or whatever. So yep. it's like, Probably not going to be a randomer. Yeah. If friend, it was some guy... Then, with... Yeah, if it was some dude, why would some random dude just want to stab you without robbing you? They would mm-hmm. rob you or rape you. There's like a, mm-hmm. u- usually a reason. Usually. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe that this person has never been interviewed. Yeah. But police did write down one statement. This is the other person that they were looking for. The crew mentioned to the police that five weeks earlier, Rainid had danced with a young man in paparazzis. The crew didn't know his name, but they said he was between 19 to like 22-ish years old. He was about six foot. He had blonde, spiky hair, blue eyes. He spoke with a posh accent. He had his top ear pierced. He wore glasses. That night, he was wearing a cream Coloured t-shirt and cream trousers, and he's. According to, that sounds I awful. Know, I that sounds bloody awful. I know it's like you sound so beige, like. <laughs> Chris, he's blonde as well. I forgot to say. Oh, I did say that. You're blonde. You weren't. Cr- I guess it was the nineties. It was the nineties, but still. He's white. He's blonde. He's wearing. I can't beige. believe he's he like pulled with that outfit. <laughs> My goodness, he must have had a great face. I don't know, man. He looked really average. Okay. I know. So this guy is a suspect. Yes. Okay. God love Apparently him, he dances was... someone in your suspect. I know. Oh, yeah. See, I have a feeling it's not him. I just have this gut feeling. Well, I don't know. I to, oh, cause... okay. Come on. Mm-hmm. Give me the Keep going. Give me the dates. Rena left the club with this bloke and the pair were were spotted later at the local kebab shop. Although the Dunleary... I know, it's so typical. <laughs> classy time. Okay. This is still me. I still go Ah, kebabs. here, why am I judging? I've been in kebab shops. Kebab <laughs> shops? <laughs> kebab kebab shop. places. In I think they are called shops. All hours. They're not called kebab shops. People call them kebab shops, no? What's it called? Are you serious? Is it a takeaway? Restaurant? You don't call it, like, the chippy shop. (laughs) The chip shop, yes, you do. Oh, yes, you do. I stand corrected. (laughs) I'm... (laughs) I very much stand corrected on that. I thought it was a kebab shop. All right, the kebab shop. I don't know why that sounds funny to me. 
Although the Dunleary crew did not know this guy, people in other crews had sort of exiled and shunned him. Oh, because of his fashion choices. (laughs) (laughs) I'll stop, I'll stop. No, that was a good one. (laughs) Uh, Well, no, it's very serious. He had allegedly... Now, this is rumor. I don't know. I don't want to go around pointing fingers. Okay. He had allegedly sexually assaulted a girl who was asleep at a party. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ah, so, ah, ew. This guy, okay. Well, he is a suspect then if he's capable of that. What else is he capable Mm -hmm. of, you know? So, Rena left the kebab shop with this guy and the friends, because they didn't know him, they didn't really think anything of it. That is until mm-hmm. she abruptly landed back at her friend's house, frantic. Oh no. Yeah. Wanting to be taken home. She wouldn't tell her friend why she was so upset, even though oh, the friend no. was like, tell Always me, tell me, tell. tell me. Yeah. She was like, no, 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 no. But <sighs> it was something the friend was able to say, was able to get out of her, something about a man was following her home. Oh, jeekers. Mm-hmm. So it could have been Blondie. It could have been the the blonde man. Yeah. Had like, maybe they had sexy time and then he followed her home. Maybe she refused him and then he followed her home. Like Uh maybe it was somebody else just randomly Uh started following her home. Mm -hmm. Rainey demanded a taxi home. So her friend tried the best to get all she could out of her. But eventually she just called a taxi and Rainey left. Oh. Like, what women have to go through, right? I, I mean, I don't mean to be sexist here, but you don't ever really hear of a guy being like, oh, this this woman followed me home. Like, when have you ever heard that story, <laughs> well, right? The saying, what is the saying? Men are scared that women will laugh at them. Women are scared that men will kill them. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's frightening. It's true. I know, I know. Anywho, that's a that's a... That's another story for another day. It's an all too familiar story. So mm-hmm. the friends, they told the police the story. Um, they didn't know the guy's name. They didn't know anything about him, where he lived, blah, blah, blah. How long before her death did this happen where she was followed home? Was it a few months? Sorry, that was five weeks. Okay, five weeks. Very, okay. It's very soon. Yeah, that's, that's close to be suspicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She could have been being followed for... Five weeks? Yeah, the same Maybe person. More. Yeah. It could have been, yeah. So the friends, they drew a picture of this slim blonde man. Okay. And also published it, showed it around people, the newspapers and stuff like that. But after a week or so, police were getting nowhere. There was no eyewitnesses coming forward and the police had no solid lead to follow. They didn't even know the route that Rainid had taken to get home. Mm-hmm. They don't even know mm-hmm. what street she was on. Okay. There were about five routes she could have taken home. But police thought Corrig Avenue was the most likely one. They just okay. were like, yeah, that one. Okay. Bam. For no reason. For no reason. Okay. Right. It must be this one. Three weeks later, a local woman came forward and she said that she had seen Rained on this night. On the, Had seen Rained on this street, Corrig Avenue. At 11.53, exactly. Hmm. She said she had seen Rainid with a young man. She noticed the girl was walking away from the man briskly. 
Her description of the man was strikingly similar to the slim, blonde man. OMG. Mm -hmm. He was tall, he had scruffy blonde hair, and he was wearing beige trousers and a cream t-shirt. It's him. (laughs) It's him. She drew a picture of the man. Also oh. strikingly similar to Wait, the slim she drew it or the man. police illustrator drew it. Oh no, the like the, the policeman illustrator <laughs> person. <laughs> I thought like <laughs> sound like she drew she, it. She drew a portrait. That make me suspicious of her. Oh you freak. Okay, so it looked like him. Some people did not believe this woman's statement. They think the police had something to do with it. Because it was like it was too perfect. Too, it was too perfect. It was all uh-huh. too easy. Okay. When the Guardi needed an eyewitness most, when they needed to narrow the search, a uh-huh. woman came forward three weeks after the murder with an exact description that the Dunleary mm-hmm. crew gave them two weeks prior. Mm-hmm. I was thinking it was very late for someone to come forward as well. Three weeks? Mm-hmm. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seven months after Raynard's murder, the slim blonde man was still not found. No tips, no leads came in after this lady. Other fair-haired men were were interviewed and stricken off. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going a, a year in the future. Oh. The next year, nothing has happened. The bloodstained man was spotted and was arrested in Dublin. No way. When he was arrested and brought into the police station, he was carrying a chef's style knife. Stop it. Mm-hmm. It was analysed, but no blood was found. They couldn't make any forensic connection. Like, could they not between... say it was the same diameter or whatever or, you know? Yeah, I think so. And I think it wasn't. Ah, okay. But, yeah, that, like... but if you're a chef, you've accessed to lots of knives. Yeah, this is it. You can yeah. get a new knife in a year. Not like you just have one knife. Yeah, 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 yeah. Turns out he was already wanted by the police. One for sexual assault and one for vandalism on a police car. What an idiot. The bloodstained man was in his mid-twenties and suffering from heroin addiction. Oh, dear. And at the time of Raynard's murder, he was working as a chef in Dunleary. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Later, when they interviewed him, he denied any involvement and he denied even knowing Raynard. Although some of the crew said that they knew him. Oh. Like, that's they're saying that he's lying. Pretty damn. But we know him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The bloodstained man did have an alibi for the night of the murder, although it was a pretty weak one. He okay. was able to prove that a phone call was made from his residence on that evening. Someone called... Him. I see, mm-hmm. that's it. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Someone called directory inquiry. Like the phone book yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, the phone book. Yeah, that's it. And it's like, that's pretty weak. It is. Yeah, it just reminded me of the case... What is his name? It was on Netflix. The Family Next Door. Uh, he killed his wife and daughters and put them into the water uh, tanks. It, I thought it was like the American murder or something. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. But he checked. He like put on the TV to check what mm-hmm. episode of her favorite show was on so that he could say, 
yeah, we got up that morning and we watched that show and I could be totally mixing up my cases, but I remember just thinking that is psycho to like check, you know, so premeditated to want to have Mm -hmm. that alibi. And then, but then they were like, but that doesn't mean that she watched it with you. He was like, well, why would I have that on? That was her show. She was the one that watched that. Why would the TV be on? Why would that show be on? It's like, because you put it on. (laughs) Sorry. Unfortunately, in early 2000, Raynard's grave was vandalized. Who the hell would do that? I know, right? A teddy bear. Scum of the earth. A teddy bear that was sitting on the grave was torn apart and the cross was pulled out of the ground. Oh my god. Mm. So gross. Could you get more evil? What on Mm. earth? It does make me think that it's the cycle girl. I don't know, is it that just because you planted that in my head from the start? Or like, it just, not to be harsh against our sex, but like, it just seems like a cycle girl thing to do. Yeah. To rip up a teddy bear. I don't know. I don't know. It's like a jealousy thing. It is. Why? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Police said that it could have been random. Like the the uh, I hear no, yeah. it when that's such a police thing to say, such yeah. an excuse. Oh my god, yeah. please shut up. But but Raina's wow. parents were sure it was on purpose. This oh come on, of course it was. The vandalism would actually happen again and again, so often <gasps> that CTV cameras were installed to catch the culprit, but they were never successful. Damn it. Mm-hmm. The Murrays also set up a website so that people could pay their respects and leave comments. This too was vandalized. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Why did someone had like was so against this girl? Like what did they have against her? Oh my god, yeah. let it go. Yeah. She's dead. <gasps> She's dead. Yeah. Let her rest. Wow. I mean, this is a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. On the fifth anniversary of Rainey's death, the family received a letter from the blood-stained man. No, 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 no. Allegedly. What the hell did it say? He claimed he had recently been researching Rainey's case. He was writing his condolences and prayers to the family. He claimed that he was not the killer and that, in fact, the killer has already been interviewed by the police. How does he know that? I I don't know. I oh, know who the killer is. Maybe he does know. Unless he's just because he's been researching the case, he's pretty he sure thinks he knows. He thinks yeah. he knows who it is. Or he was involved and he technically didn't do the killing himself, but he was there and that's why he got covered in blood. I don't know. He claimed that it was someone who the police ruled out early and quickly. Okay. People have asked, you know, is he pointing the finger at someone else to take the heat off him? Mm-hmm. This is a possibility. Was his uh, blood on his clothes ever explained? No. Well, I guess I mean, if he's a heroin addict, probably okay. going to have blood on his Or he clothes. got in a fight or, I don't know, okay. Maybe, maybe. He's just a mess, okay. The police, apparently, the police interviewed him again and they said they had changed their mind. They don't believe it was the bloodstained man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Each year, Rainey's family issue an appeal for more information. The offer for a reward of 190,000 euros. These appeals for information have been renewed, particularly with authorities 
with authorities suspecting that any young people who may have witnessed the crime, like maybe there was other people there, that maybe that they have mm-hmm. now reached a better level of maturity so that they can discuss mm-hmm. what they saw. Mm-hmm. But still, nothing. By 2008, mm-hmm. there were over 8,000 people interviewed and 3,000 statements were taken. There were wow. T- yeah. And there were 12 arrests. But the violent female friend has never been interviewed. This bonkers. This is bonkers. The motive for the... She related to someone in the police? This is it. She might be. Uh... A motive for the murder has never been made. The knife used to murder Rainey has never been found. Oh my God. A cold case review team have since suggested that it was not the work of a random killer, that Rainey knew her killer, as there was no record of a similar attack happening before or after this particular crime anywhere in the Dublin region. So there was no serial killer, Mm -hmm. there was no serial stabber Mm -hmm. going around. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The nature of the attack would suggest that whoever killed the victim held a personal grudge. Mm -hmm. The cold case review team believe that Rainey was killed by a female. Okay, Mm -hmm. here we go. Mm -hmm. And are they going to interview the blinking girl? The cold case team identified a woman who had a reputation for violence against women. Unfortunately, she left the country one year after the murder took place. And she still lives Wait, abroad is this the today. the crazy psycho girl? I, I don't know. Sorry, I, say that again? I don't know. She still lives abroad today. Do we, do we know is that the crazy friend? I don't think they have said who it is. But I'm, I I think it's the crazy friend. I think it's the psycho oh girl. Oh my god. Yeah. But I don't think they're allowed to like say. Okay. You know, you can't just like, you know, witch hunt for somebody. And that is the end of the case. Oh, I hate that. I mean, this person who's moved away to a different country, I wonder, are they continuing to do things like this? Or she not. just had that one thing against that one girl and that's it, now she's going to behave? Or what? Like, what? I know. <gasps> oh. And the whole grave thing, like, that was horrible, but it was the chance mm-hmm. to actually catch the person. Yeah. That was really frustrating. Yeah, it was probably a really shit camera. Like, CCTV isn't enough. They should have had police undercover sitting watching mm-hmm. ready to pounce but like it could be what if it's a friend and they're like oh i'm coming to pay my respect how are you meant to you can't disprove that no but you wait until they defile the grave or whatever or trash the grave you wait i don't know catch them in the act for that what what what's your opinion do you think it think it was the girl i think it's the the girl yeah i think her friends know mm-hmm. she was in a group of friends mm-hmm. and there's always like one or two people that you're extra close with yeah. and like, like she had friends mm-hmm. and you're, you're, there's no phones uh-huh. you're around them all the uh-huh. time all you have to do is talk that's all there is to do you hang out you're that age where it's like that's what you do you hang out and talk they know her yeah. they, the friends know the answer yeah. I think What's as well though me? that it's almost like everybody was too nice about Rainy. I mean where was she for those 45 minutes like or like that half mm-hmm. an hour between Scott's pub and the junction there's I think mm-hmm. the friends are covering up for maybe a secret life maybe she had like a secret okay, boyfriend what? 
or that maybe she was okay. on drugs, maybe she was experimenting with drugs. Because the blonde guy, he was doing heroin. No, the so dark haired guy, involved. the blood stained guy was doing heroin. Oh, blood stained guy was doing heroin. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The blonde guy wasn't doing any drugs? No, he was a student. Maybe she got involved with the with the bloodstained guy. Yeah, yeah maybe there was. Wanna, like, yeah. And it's just maybe... That's a good theory. I feel like they're trying to be nice and respectful and respect her But at the life. same time, you have well, to who be... cares if you did some drugs? Yeah. You're dead now. The important yeah. thing is to get closure for the family. Uh-huh. But their kids, maybe they're not thinking logically. I don't know. Or they think they're going to get in trouble because maybe they were maybe, involved with the drugs maybe as well. Maybe they were doing heroin? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because they said it felt like the police were trying to get drug info out of them and they didn't like yeah. that. Yeah, they did say so that. So there's a whole element of that. Yep. Oh. Like, what, what happened in that half hour between she left the pub and there was something spotted? Like, surely somebody yeah. somebody knows something. That's a long period of time. She's in the mm-hmm. in a town that nobody has she seen. She was her. not on her own. She wasn't. She wasn't on her own for she that period of definitely time. Definitely with with somebody. She had to be. You know, and if she was going out that night, like mm-hmm. yeah, maybe she was like doing a bit of drugs, getting high, yeah. get her high on before she went out, before yeah. she went home to get ready. Maybe. Which is fine. Yeah. Doesn't mean you get murdered. I mean See, the bloodstained guy, right, the way he reached out to the family with the letter, I find that very suspicious. Yeah. It's like he's inserting himself in it and he's like, oh, I know all this stuff. And but he was already He's trying to deflect from him. It's like, you don't need to deflect from him. The police have already done that. Like, mm-hmm. if the police aren't the, the suspecting police deflected, you anymore. Yeah. Well, they like really Yeah, you, you don't need to do it anymore. Yeah. It's suspicious that he's... He, you're now drawing attention back to yourself. The police have already cleared you. Go lay low. Why are you resurfacing and like yeah. inserting yourself in their lives? And I think by sending them the letter, that's going to really throw them and bring it all back up for them. And it's like they're having to relive it. And it's traumatic. And that fits in with what the person was doing to the grave. Yeah. Like, you know, bringing it all up, bringing more drama into it. Mm-hmm. I think that could be the same person doing those two different things. I don't know. The bloodstained man, the man, I mean, he had the friggin' knife on him. Yeah. I think he could. Police maybe should look into him. Like, he's still in Dublin or wherever. Like, they could look into him again. Oh. They said they don't, don't think it's him. They I don't know. think it's him. Mm. It's, a, it's a mystery. He's very suspicious, though. But he's been interviewed many times. Wow. I don't know. Wow. Let us know what you guys think because I'm very torn on this one. We'd love to hear in the comments what you think um, or if you know more about this case. I'd never heard about this case. I'd say it's probably very famous in Dublin. Yes, I think it is. I never heard about it. Mm -hmm. Thank you to Len Mullen. Thank you, Len. for, For recommending this. But yeah, let us know what you think. Who do you think? Do you think it was the blonde guy? The psycho girl? Or the bloodstained man. Or maybe it's somebody else. Maybe I have skipped somebody. Yeah, we'll we'll see you in the next one, guys. Slana Walia. Bye-bye. And how long before... Oh, Jesus Christ! What so, happened? I'm so on edge. Something just fell off the bed. <laughs> oh, I just really... I'm just really into this story right now. Me Time and Murder would like to thank and acknowledge our sources that make this podcast possible. References can be found on our Instagram page.